There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. All right, you guys, welcome back to the Overcomfort Podcast. I am your host, Jenica. It is episode 10 of season two, and I'm so happy that I have my guest, Elsie, as my episode 10. Welcome, I love you. She just got here. We were like, let's get this. Let's do this. I'm excited. We've been going back and forth to actually film. We were gonna film. We were gonna do it like three times last week, and it just got <laughs> a little know. crazy. But I'm so so happy that you're here. Um, I've been like keeping up on like TikTok and like YouTube and all this stuff, and I'm like, you know what? I want to know who Elsie is, her story, her life, and where you grew up. So yeah, let's jump in. I want to know who Elsie is. I know some people. You've done podcasts before, right? I did. I've only done Allen's. Yeah, Allen's, Allen's yeah. right? Yeah. I'm, I'm not salty about it. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I'm really happy because then I, I like, I got to see it, and I'm like, I, I now I know more about you, but I kind of want to get deeper into it and your content and OOTD and all that, all that good stuff. So yeah. All right. So tell me, like, who's Elsie? Who was she growing up? I know that your mom was a single mom of four girls, right? And two boys. Yeah. And two boys? I know. So a, a lot six? of people don't know that, but it's actually six of us. Six? Yeah. Girl. I just don't ever post my brothers on social media. Are they cute? I. They're young. <laughs> oh, damn. Like, how young are we talking? Um, Damn, we're not knowing their age. So one of them, one of them is twenty four. The other okay. one's twenty three. Oh, so I yeah, guess they're like, not that young. I'm right? like, I'm twenty five, so we can. I figure know. Out. I because you're like really, you're beautiful. So I'm like, I think uh, maybe so. a boy version. Like that'd be like cute. I still feel like they're like eighteen. So yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, they are cute. They're they're just so private. Like yeah, extremely. Aww. that's cute. Though. I didn't know that. You see, my mom yeah. was a single mom of five too. Oh really? So, like that's why I was like, oh, we need to have a conversation. So like, I know. Was how was that life? Like, was it crazy? What it was, was growing up for you. 
Um, it was very challenging, of course, because it's like we barely got to see my mom. My mom was working 24 seven mm -hmm. and we grew up with the babysitter, which, which was her best friend. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, we like had to take ourselves to school. Like I actually went to school in the city for like three years here in the Valley. Yeah. Where? Um, I went, I don't know if I'm left. Yeah, you guys are. Oh. Um, <laughs> I, don't know, I, was, I don't know. I went to Encino Elementary. Okay. Yeah. But I only yeah. went for, I, th I think it was three years. Okay. But the whole time we were living in South Central. So wow. that's pretty much where I'm from. Like I, we grew up in South Central, like our whole lives. Wow. And we would take the bus out here. <laughs> it was bad. And my sisters went to Portola. And, um, but you, your mom wanted you guys to come out here? Like yeah, here? because over there it was like, it was horrible. But there was just um, a time where she just, we couldn't do the commute anymore. So yeah. that's when we went back to South Central. And yeah, it was just six of us. So we were, um, we had like social workers. We had our babysitter who helped us. We had, obviously, we, we were fed by the government like to help us. Right. Of course. Yeah, because it was hard because it was just my mom and she would work all day and then like on the weekends like she would go so like pupusas like wow. um so she was mats. hard working yeah she well, was non-stop she was non-stop and we would go with her too on the weekends right it was actually fun <laughs> dude yeah. i f i feel that though because like my mom was non-stop too like mm -hmm. a lot of my childhood she well when i was born that's kind of towards the end is when my little brother she kind of popped off and that's when like her singing career. So I kind of grew up with my sister right? And, and my older sister and she just became my second mom. And obviously when my mom could, you know, or we would go travel with her on the weekend. So like, I, I'm, it might be a little too personal of a question, but did you ever feel like you missed her? Like, yeah, like all growing the time. up now that you're older, like, mm -hmm. like you kind of like, can you say you have mommy issues a little bit? Um, a little bit, yeah, because I always tend to always like look for my mom. Like I, I always call her, and I'm always just like, I wonder what mom's doing. Oh, and I'm always checking her location, mm -hmm. and I try to visit her as much as I can because I'm like, I don't know. I feel like I, yeah, I feel like she, she wasn't there for like a lot of our childhood, but mm. but you kind of knew why her, though. Yeah, like, she had a you. Why did you have social workers? Because of my dad. So like my dad. He claimed that um, my mom used to hit us. It was so bad. Like we had like, um, no. we ended up going to like a foster care. No. Yeah. So all, but luckily, like all six of us were put in together, like okay. under the yeah, same Yeah, because it could be. Yeah, it could separate. be. Yeah, it was so scary. Um, and we were just, we were there. I forgot who the lady was who took care of us, but we lived like in a big ass house. It was me and my, all of my siblings. And until like the trial was over, like until the actual case was over. And then. What? It was bad. Yeah. So. After you still talk to your dad? No, oh. he he wants no parts. I'm like, okay, bye. Really? Yeah. But like, you guys stopped talking like after the trial? Mm-hmm. <sighs> and then, yeah, we never... Um, I actually, a lot of people don't know this, but I actually saw him accidentally like when I was like 15. So this happened, like our whole trial happened. I was like, I want to say like six. Or How old like, are you right now? I'm 26. 26, okay. Uh -huh. Yeah, and I remember my, my baby brother, he was a newborn Oh my so I was like gosh. five or four. I was. I just remember I was so young, but I remember everything so clearly. Like clearly. Uh huh. And my baby brother, he was like months, like probably one. And I had to raise him because the foster parents, our foster parents, they put us, um, they put me and my baby brother in the room alone. I mean together. So I remember I had to raise him for all those months while we wow. were like with my mom. 
but um, I accidentally saw my dad because I had a friend in high school and in middle school that apparently like her auntie used to date him or something. And then, but she, her auntie used to sell tamales. Uh-huh. So my mom would go buy from her. And then randomly one day, my mom came to the house and I would always be with them like, right. all the time. And then my mom walked in the house and my mom was, because she had went to go get um, tamales. She had walked in the house and she was, she pointed at a guy. She was just like, oh, Elsie. And then she was just like, do you know who that is? And I was just like, I don't know what you're talking about. And she was just like, that's your dad. Like, you like blocked the memory <laughs> I was out like, of him. Wait. I literally did not recognize him. And I've been around him like several times because I would always go to the house. What? I would always go to my friend's house. Well, it was her aunt's house. What a house. coincidence. So you, did you say hi or anything? Like I would always just like, you know, say hi to everyone that was there because there was uh-huh. like a bunch of senores and senoras. But so. the time you saw him, did you say hi? or like- No, I, my mom never, like she never let me go back. She took us out so of there. So she was there too? My mom, yeah, because she had went to go pick up the malas. <gasps> And I and I had no idea, like, it was bad. But afterwards, I, me being, like, an investigator, I went on Google because he also has a record. So um, I went on Google and I, I searched them up and I was able to get his number, his address and all that. And me and my sister, we did a contact to him. <laughs> and he answered. It was so weird because he used to come in to see them when I was little. All right. And then he was just like, oh, Mielcita, like, and now I remember I was just like, oh, like, is it okay if I call you again? And then, like, he was like, yeah, but then he blocked us. No. <laughs> I swear. And we're like, man, fuck you, man. So, Shut up. Okay, so you, like, that's crazy. Yeah. No, that's crazy. You're over here trying to actually fix something when it's not even your fault. I know. Vibes. Whatever. I mean, you're better. You're better. We're better. You know, your mom. Your mom's happy. She's happy. She's happy. Yeah. As long as you guys were together, because I would be. I would be pissed. Like, yeah. You put me in foster care for what? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so you and your sisters are close in age, right? Yes. Who's older? Like, so my my oldest sister is Patty, and then after her it's Betty, and then it's my other sister named Jenny, and then I'm two years apart from Jenny, and then I'm two years apart from my brother. Okay. So and so you're like the. F- fifth fourth i'm the fourth yeah i'm the fourth one too yeah i know you're 25 i'm 25 i turned 26 in october i turned 27 in september look at us i know (laughs) (laughs) um so having like a lot of sisters was that like because i i did an episode one time of like sister comparison did you guys ever have that problem like comparing yourselves to each other or like obviously sisters fight and stuff was that right especially in like the situation like growing up you know, in poverty and all that stuff. Like, was it difficult, your guys' relationship ever? No, I honestly feel like we were more like a like a team mm. just because we had to help each other. Like, we knew that my mom was struggling, so we were like, okay, well, we That's have good. to at least clean the house for my mom. It was more like we, w- we would work together. It mm. wasn't more like, yeah, I, I don't think we ever, like, saw That's each other as competition. Yeah, it okay. was just more like, okay, we know we're struggling. Like, I think we're, like, self-aware that, you know, it's we only have each other because my mom can't be here. Right. So it was more like, yeah, I feel like we were more like a team. Did you, um, are you like the protector? No, my older sister is. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That's like a sister. I feel like a thing. Okay. So what would you say like you would be like the baby or. I I feel like I'm the peacemaker. Really? And my sisters tell me all the time. (laughs) They always tell me that I'm, I'm just 
the like the most mature one. Oh, yeah. But you don't want any problems. I don't. I hate it. Like I hate it when my sisters buy. I oh. I don't like it. Like I always try to put them in the same room without them knowing. No. Yeah. So I I hate that though. Like my mm-hmm. older sister Jackie is the peacemaker too, and she'll be the one to like call meetings or whatever to talk right. about. I'm like I don't want to talk about it yet. Like <laughs> yeah. leave me alone. Like he was mean. Like when we when we're, when I'm arguing um with my brother. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, I obviously I saw the podcast and I'm like, your story is like so inspiring because there's a like there could be a lot of viewers that are in the same situation growing right. up in South Central and you're Salvi, right? I am. I I'm full Salvadorian. Yeah, <laughs> sexy. I like it. <laughs> um, but like you were talking about your mom and I related so much because that it's the same situation as my mom. My mom would take my sisters to the swap meet and Mm -hmm. like sell CDs and like, you know, work their ass off. And, you know, we miss so much of my mom and I've learned to appreciate her like for Mm -hmm. everything that she ever did for us. Is there like a certain experience that you're like, damn, like, um, that maybe impacted you way more and you knew like, okay, this has to change. Like, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I think, um, so a lot of stuff would happen to my mom because she would get out of work really late, like around uh-huh. 9, 10-ish. And a lot of things would happen to her like after she would get out of work. Like I remember this one time she had just cashed her check and it was literally like the only money that we depended on. She got robbed like for it. And it was just bad. Like I remember this other time as well. I don't think I've ever told anyone the story. Um, someone switched her license plate so oh. and it was a stolen car like a, like the, the, the black the, house the, uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah and the helicopters were all chasing Shut her up. it was so bad we had no idea we weren't there with her she was on her way um to pick us up from our our her best friend's house uh-huh. and then my mom told us everything but we, we were like so young so we were like oh my god why is this, like why is all this happening to my mom like right. i think I don't know. I think that just made us realize, like, okay, we, obviously, like, my mom can do it by herself. I, she, she, I mean, she's trying her best, but we don't want to put her life at risk. Or, so all of us, like, even we, we wouldn't even go to high school sometimes. Like, we would skip school to go work because we started working at a really young age. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you started LC03, right? Oh, yeah. Or, or what came before that? So I was, I started LCOTD first. Uh, okay. Yeah. LOTD. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, it was OTD Fash. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. so I w- cause then you did Fashion Nova. Yeah. So I think Fashion Nova was like my first real like corporate job. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what started Elsie though? Like, where, how did you, cause, you started posting just your outfits, neck yeah. down, yeah. right? You always had a thing for fashion? I always Since you were did. little? Mm-hmm. Or, wow. I think, yeah, because I think even be, um, before OTD, um, my mom would sell clothes, like, from the car. Mm. So, I don't know. I feel like we've always loved clothes. Just something about, like, clothes mm-hmm. that we just, I don't know, we've always admired. And we loved it, so... So you just started posting? I started posting like layouts. Okay. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, those like the, the purse that right yeah. there, Yeah, right? and we used to get inspired by Forever 21. Right. So we would always see their layouts and it was so cute. And then that's when I was contacted by the owner of Fashion Nova. Mm-hmm. And I was like 17 at the time. I was so young. And, and it was like an internship? 
or was it like a paid paid internship so before i wouldn't get paid in the beginning but i didn't care because i was like it was like a fashion Nova, fashion Nova like, was like yeah and i was in. their social media like um i was the only person working on, on their social media wow and then at first it started off with me being there for like an hour and then it started off with me being there like a couple days and then it ended up being a full-time job like i was there five days out of the week what? and then i think that's what kind of started old today like i pretty much i got so much experience being there right mm-hmm. and it, it like ootd for like people that don't know, know it's like it's your it's your business do you do it with your sisters so no? it's more like a family business okay yeah. i love that love that mm-hmm. do you, does that get complicated yes because i feel like i always see this family business do not mix no it's hard honey i know <laughs> it's hard. i know about that one mm-hmm. it is very hard and it's like, you don't want to hurt their feelings, but then it's business. Right. So it's like, it's the same thing. Don't mix friends with business. Exactly. And it's, it's so like, hard. whatever. Anyways, so you started with your sisters. What was, Were you nervous when you guys first launched it? I don't th- honestly know. I, I just feel like we were so young. At least with me, I was like, yeah, I was so young when all this happened. I don't even like, I... I don't know. I felt kind of, I it doesn't it didn't really feel like we launched something because we were actually doing something that we really love to do. Right. So it wasn't, and we weren't there. It was we weren't there for the money mainly. We just loved doing the layouts, and it was more like a hobby for us. Mm. But that hobby turned more into a business because we actually saw the, the potential of it. And so like, go you saw the potential, mm-hmm. right? And then you guys started like investing because obviously starting yeah. a business isn't right. Most, financially easiest thing yeah so did you guys save up like equally to like actually do something together like this yeah so i would work at fashion nova and then what really helped us a lot was my sister's ex-boyfriend like her um her son's father so he would work and then he would kind of pretty much like invest the money for us okay and then that's kind of how it started because obviously yeah we didn't have the money for it so when you when you were doing fashion nova were you still in high school or I you was. had just graduated. No, I was still in high school. Girl, so you would go after school? I would go after or school. Or would you skip? No, I, so I would skip like my last classes. <laughs> it was so bad. But I didn't care because I hated the school I went to. Really? Where did you go? Um, so my last two years, I went to Bernstein. It's okay. in Hollywood. Okay. Like it, it wasn't even my home school. None of, I had no friends there. It was horrible. So I did not care about that so school. So you still took like the, the, the public transport? Yeah. I had to that? take like the 204, like the 754, the metro bus, yeah. and then the train to get home yeah girl and i would take i think that i think it was like yeah i think one of my buses was like the dash to, uh-huh. to get to downtown yes. uh-huh for the warehouse for the fashion was warehouse that's crazy yeah literally like something out of like your passion like literally brought you here today I know, like your crazy. whole life right oh my god you're so inspiring i love oh, it thank it's you. like so cute like like you you rarely I don't want to say rarely because now it's becoming a thing, like hearing more stories, people that come out of poverty and like the single moms. And I don't yeah. know. I just feel like your guys' life can literally be a movie. Like you I can know. make a movie Everyone out of your life. Everyone tells us that like a whole less documentary, but it's, it's like insane. a whole LA life. Like mm-hmm. I could picture it like a little Elsie going on the bus all the way to <laughs> Encino to go to school in elementary and like mm-hmm. ditching school to go to Fashion Nova. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was so bad. And my mom had no idea. What we, you I didn't don't, tell I don't her? even think my mom knew I had a job. You're lying. I swear. Why didn't you tell her? I don't know. I just feel like we were like we were not forced, but in a way we were kind of like we had to grow up like 
without realizing that we had to grow up at a young age so we were like i don't know we'll just do our own thing i don't it was so weird did you ever think she was gonna be mad about it though no i just feel like all of us we tried our best to not get her more like stressed out more worried that sounds so bad because we would literally be at night on the train she had no idea <laughs> she's like i don't want to stress out my mom but i want to sneak out like my mom has a, like yeah to this day she has no idea like a lot a lot of the yeah. shit that happened to uh, us yeah <laughs> she's like if she's watching just <laughs> never mind i know i'm like sorry mom um wow so like you kept it now you kept so you kept fashion over from her yeah i think that she just your sisters know yeah yeah okay yeah, I just feel like she, I feel like we barely saw her. So it was like, it wasn't like necessary. Yeah, really? like she'll be like, oh, how was school? And we'll be like, oh, it was good. And then we'll just go on with your life. You're like, like mm, I also got a job the yeah, other day. I know. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. So, and you kind of, I would like to say like, you kind of started like fashion industry, like influencing. Because not everybody... Cause there's the, like the OG, you know, makeup ones, but I right. feel like you set that pathway for like fashion. And I like, I don't think people realize that you've loved it since you were a kid. Cause then yeah. some, some people, some influencers just do it, just, just do it to just do it. Right. You know what I mean? Like for the paycheck, but you did it because you loved it. You and mm-hmm. your sisters like, you know, wanted to do something because your mom needed the help. Right. Also. Right. After that, was it like everything started coming in and people mm-hmm. like did you could did you believe like wow this is actually happening to us yeah i feel like we were we were just so surprised at how people actually really liked what we were doing because right. we were just like this is fun for us like this is what we like to do so the more that we thought it got like attention the more we were like oh this is like i guess we can make something out of it and yeah i feel like the more otd grew the more that um that's when i started getting on my personal since i would hide my face people had no idea who i was um you i started such a beautiful face uh, thank you <laughs> i know i don't know if i would hide myself i i don't know maybe because obviously like our attentions weren't to right. create an influencer right so we were just like i don't Inspo, know no. outfits mm-hmm. and all that stuff especially because i feel like me and my sisters were all so shy like super so my attentions were to never ever like show anyone who i was like I to this day I'm so so like I'm so so surprised that I'm on social media because I'm like I feel like I'm a very shy person. But then you started vlogging. Yeah, okay. I yeah I started vlogging with Alondra first. Right. So that's when we iconic duo. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> the girls. Yeah. So how did that start? What did like who's how did you guys meet or what did what happened? There? So we met um through Instagram. Okay. I, I remember we only had like 10k followers. Like, yeah. And then I was Elsie Otristo when I first uh-huh. met her. So she had no idea what I even looked like when I first met her. Um, I had introduced her. No, I'm sorry. I had DM'd her asking her if she wanted to come with to an event. It was like um, one of our friends, she was launching like some lipsticks or something. Uh-huh. And then Alondra's also very shy. So when I first met her, like she she was so surprised that she even came. And I was just like, I'm the same way. Like, I'm so surprised I invited you because like Aww. I don't ever go out to events. Like it was like one of my first events. And I was just like, I don't know who to go with because I don't talk to no one on mm-hmm. social media. Like I don't. It was just weird. But she uh, she ended up saying yes. And 
the rest is literally history because we ended up moving in together within two months of knowing each other. No way. What if you didn't like her? Like, what if like (laughs) she didn't wash the dishes or something? Like, it's just so weird. I feel like you felt instantly connected. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's and it's hard to find that. It is. Especially in L.A. There's so many people. And it's like to find a genuine connection and then obviously like mm-hmm. you your business and then social media plays in a factor and right. all that stuff. Um, so you guys kicked it off. Besties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now. I, yeah. And I feel like a lot had to do with us relating. I feel like her story is very similar to mine. Really? So like it's we related so much and like in everything in our lives and where we were with social media. Like we weren't even like working on our social medias or anything. Um, and then we just started, um, like we would just film videos just to film them. Like our YouTube channel started literally as a hobby as well. Wow. Like we wouldn't even monetize our videos and like nothing. We would just do it for fun, like just for the laughs. And that became something with that was realizing as well. So were you, I, cause I know like Hispanic moms and stuff, like you can't leave the house until you get married. Right. Oh, Did your right. mom ever have that problem? Because you weren't, well, obviously she wasn't your partner or whatever, but right you moved out mm-hmm. was it scary it was but i think um so before i was actually dating a guy before i met alondra and i was already gonna move in with him Ooh. and my mom was okay with it yeah. oh okay yeah That's so fair. she was just like like just go and, but yeah it was just so weird because we ended up literally breaking up like right before i met her and then i ended up moving up to laundry it's like god saved you no literally it did because what <laughs> he did he did because i don't know how that would have went <laughs> And that plus, would I would have never met Alondra, so. Oh, where did yeah. you guys live? We lived in Paramount. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Only for like a couple months. I We ended up um, breaking our lease and then we moved to West Covina. Because of why? We had roaches. <laughs> I'm dead ass. Terrible. But, yes. Yeah. The, uh, uh, the apartment was infested with roaches. What? Yeah. And we were just like, no thanks. Did you have to pay? Because you know when you like we when did. you break what? Yeah, we were so mad. I remember we we left on bad terms with that apartment building because we didn't on the contract it didn't say that the apartment was roach infested. <laughs> so we're like, what <laughs> what is this? Like, like side note, there's roaches. No. Like I grew up with roaches, but I'm like, I'm trying to get out of the roaches, no, you know. I like know. Oh my god. Yeah, that was the main reason why we left. <laughs> now you guys know what apartment building so that everybody knows i think it was ah mixed wasn't it um the enclave <laughs> why on paramount Wait, is it off of it's like right off of a freeway i forgot i think yes, it's the, long, the 710 yes the long beach freeway i know which i'm like don't move there no, i'm kidding i'm just trying to think of the the exit ah uh, yeah i forgot it's like I right next to a popeyes or something yes yeah and there's like a long bridge when you get off the exit, there's yes. the bridge. Yes, 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 yes. I know yes. which one you're talking about. Yeah, that's where we live. Guys, don't go there. I'm like, don't go don't there. there. Unless they're like changed now. Unless they're changed now. Because how long that's ago true. was that? Um, we were 21. So like five so years like five ago. Years like ago? Five, yeah. You guys have barely known each other for five years? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that's true. Five years. It feels like when you see it like outside, it looks like 10 it feels like 10 yeah i love that all right we're gonna go on a quick break and when we come back we're gonna talk about more personal things and just all the good things about (laughs) elsie so we'll be right back (laughs) 
Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robey, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. Welcome back. We have the beautiful Elsie here. So, obviously, growing up in South Central, you worked with Fashion Nova, started OOTD Fash. I didn't ask, well, what did your mom think of, like, all this new business stuff? And obviously, after vlogging and all that, like, did she ever realize how popping you were getting? Yeah, I think she started realizing when people would ask for pictures in public. Really? She would be so confused. She'd be she's like, like, why are they asking right. you? Right. She's well, like, what, what's going on? She's like, oh, like, yeah, because we were raised obviously in property. So she was just like, what is going on here? But no, she was really happy for us. I think that she, um, yeah, she was just, my, I feel like my mom's, she's one of those Hispanic parents. There's like where she's just very, very awkward to tell us how mm-hmm. she feels. Right. Um, but she shows us with like her actions, like she would always come out and try to help us with anything that we need to help with. And yeah, like, I th- I think she was very happy. Did your mom, like, was she one of those moms that never said, I love you? Yeah. To this yeah. day, she's still like that. Yeah. She's so like awkward and shy like that. But Did we, it, we tell her and then she gets like, uh, well, like, like she'll tell us through text. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. When it's in person or whatever. In person, yeah that's so cute though like i know like for some people like it's like it affect did it ever affect you that she never told you i love you no or you just you knew that she loved you yeah i feel like we we gave my mom like a break like when it it came to to everything because we i feel like we understand where she's coming from like yeah i know yeah we always we never saw her different because of it did any of your siblings ever give her like a hard time Cause you said that you oh, didn't yeah. like, yeah, mm-hmm. like and get. Cause you said you never wanted to stress her out or mm-hmm. whatever. Which 
Which person? What sibling? The two oldest, Betty and Patty. Really? They gave her my hell? mom hell. Oh, headaches my. all the time. <laughs> you're like, no, you guys, no. Mm-hmm. That's where the peacemaker in you comes out. Yeah. Because you're like, no, mom. Like my sisters would avoid fight each other when we were younger. What? Like physically fight. <laughs> like, and I would, I would always be in the middle trying to stop it. It was bad. <laughs> like, guys, stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute, though. Um, wow. And you just went popping like crazy. Like yeah. you just like, obviously after Alondra and like you had created this name. Did anything ever scare you though? Like um, because it started like followers and like pictures and all that stuff. Like any moment and t- like up until now, like you're like, okay, this is getting a little not out of hand, mm-hmm. but I want to keep certain things to myself. Um, I think when I first started, no, I was just... Because I know, like, no, I think I was just going with the flow. I think the way I started, I was just having so much fun. Mm -hmm. I wasn't even worried about, like, the negativity. Like, I was just having so much fun throughout, like, all these years that I was doing social media that I never, like, actually... I think now it's different because I have a baby. So now I'm like, "Mm, okay, like, you know, like, certain things I'm like, "Mm." I do keep away from social media. Can we talk about little baby Ella? Oh, yes, of course. I, I wish I brought her. I know. I'm like, I put her right here. Yeah. I'm like, what do she'd, you think? She'd actually love it. Yeah. She, yeah, I think okay, she would love it. Okay, next time we're going to do. It's just going to be you and her. her. Yes. I'll, I'll, like, she'll be sitting so here. So tell me, <laughs> what do you think about baby shark? <laughs> no. Um, okay. So how did you, like, obviously, you, did you plan her? Did you not mm-hmm. plan her? How did you meet baby daddy? She was actually planned. A lot of people don't know this, but yeah, she was planned. And I met her dad through um, Alondra's ex. Okay. So they're cousins. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to pick p- p- pictures in my head. Uh-huh. Yeah. So they're co- like blood cousins. And that's how I met him. So I've been I've been knowing him for years. We just never really spoke. So I never really was around him. Um, up until like, yeah, I want to say when I when I first actually started being around him, I don't even know what year that was. And everything just went by quick. Like we got together quick. I think within like two, three months, like Alani happened. Yeah. But you knew, like you knew you wanted to have a baby. Yeah. We both did. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh my God, what a shock. I'm pregnant. You weren't scared though. Cause you're, I I mean, you're pretty young. I'm like, damn. Mm-hmm. right i know yeah i don't i just don't i can't imagine my life right now pregnant with a baby yeah. so like i mean everybody's different obviously mm-hmm. but like were you ever scared like because of like obviously social media mm-hmm. and like your life and you had just like i would i guess like getting started like mm-hmm. did you ever like people say like don't do that because don't get pregnant because it's gonna stop your life this right yeah i feel like i honestly i did not put much thought into it i think i was just so like in my feelings and versus like me thinking with my actual head i think i actually started realizing like what i got myself into like during my pregnancy Mm -hmm. that's when i was just like oh my god this is actually like real life right now like i've always said i didn't want kids i've always said that i wanted to be like the fun tia because i'm really close that's with my, literally me yeah yeah that's literally me okay uh-huh i'm like really close with my nieces my, uh-huh. my nephews like when my sisters do something they leave me all the kids i'm yes. just like that tia for all of my my nephews and my nieces um and then yeah i just well yeah when i got 
when I was pregnant, I was just like, oh my God, what the heck did I do? Like, right. You're like, did I really want to or whatever? Yeah. And now, obviously, she's like, she's like your biggest blessing. She is. I feel like I, God gave me her for a reason. Yeah. I feel like I, I don't know, the more that I, because I spend a lot of time by me, a lot of time by myself, like a lot. And I, I don't know, I feel like I always reflect on my life and I'm always just like, damn, like I can't believe I went through this. I, you know, and I always, always try to like make myself feel better. And also, I don't know, just stay very positive and talk to myself very po- like mm. positive. And I truly feel like I got her for a reason. Like, I feel like I deserved her. Like, mm. I, uh, I just, I, yeah, I can't put you my life without her. Aww. Even after everything, I'm like, I, I know I had it for a reason. Like, I'm so happy how things went. I love that. Yeah. She's like a little lifesaver for you. She really is. And I, I had no idea until now. Mm-hmm. Um, what did your mom think like, when you got pregnant? Because that was three years ago. You were yeah. 24, I was 23, 23, sorry. 23, 23. Oh my God. What did your mom think? She was surprised because she was like, you have a boyfriend? <laughs> she was so surprised. She was like, what the heck? Um, so obviously she has met him before, but um, I think she was just very shook because like he's caucasian like it was just something out of my ordinary like right. i've never dated a white guy before like uh-huh. so she was just like what like what you know what's going on mm-hmm. but um and also because i was like a party like a party girl like right. i loved going out so she would yeah she was very confused and like yeah she was just and like, what's going on does she like is she the, you're the you're not the only one with the baby no all my sisters have kids who's who has the oldest is she different okay Besides that, who is, is she different as a grandma? Because my mom was very different as a grandma. Like she, I was hard on her kids, mm-hmm. hard on her kids, but adored her grandchildren, right. like to the ends of the earth. Yeah. Is she, your mom the same way? She spoils her all her grandkids. Really? How many, how many does she have? Or Oh, we have a lot. Okay. So it's uh, six. Oh, it's actually six. It's six cousins. No. Oh, yeah, it's six of them. Six it's three kids girls, and six three cousins. boys. <gasps> yeah. Dude. Three girls, three wait, is it three girls? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Lani, yeah. Three girls, three boys. Is Alani the youngest? She's the youngest. Oh wait, no, she's not. She's the middle girl. Oh. So her cousin yeah, she has two cousins um under her. How's her attitude? Like do you, is she more like you or is she like her dad? I feel like I could see a little bit of both of us. Like, I feel like she's very, she's very independent, extremely. Like, if I, if she wants something, she's like, no, 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 I do it, I do it. So I'm like, okay. But she could also be very shy like myself. I feel like I'm so shy. And I could see that in her. Um, and she's, her personality is everything. I feel like she's so funny. Like, she's. She does. She looks like a little, but I feel like she's going to be like one of those girls, like in middle school that like. Like, what the fuck do you say? And, like, go off <laughs> on somebody. I know. My sisters always tell me, like, oh, so you don't have to worry about her bully. I mean, her getting bullied. Like, she's going to be the bully. <laughs> I'm like, no, don't say that. I need a teacher to not be a bully. Like, oh, my Like, God. yeah. Like, we're not she doing could be, that. like, a boss ass, like. Yeah, she, the, she could be confident. She yeah, could be, yeah, like, yeah. a but leader. Don't be mean to people. But, yeah, don't be mean to be. Don't be out here bullying people. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, well, obviously, everybody you've posted and you were pretty open about it like your situation with your baby daddy did that did you ever like what made you feel comfortable enough to like share all of that stuff because i feel like it it, to a point was just like 
I don't know. I, at least for me, maybe because I'm very private as well. Like I, I don't have. I'm single right now. But even when I were to get a boyfriend, like I'm keeping it DL. Like right. Nobody knows. Like mm -hmm. were you scared because of people's reactions of like everything that happened and. Yeah, I feel like, and I, yeah, I think I made the mistake by even putting it out there. Mm -hmm. I think I was just thinking out of my emotions, out of like me being hurt. Cause now I'm like, I would never ever in my life do that ever again. Like, I don't think I'll ever post any um, relationship problems on my social media. So I just think I reacted out of, out of my just me being her and just me being angry you know I'm, yeah i'm just like i don't know why i would do that it was so cringy i'm like you know, like i just <laughs> like, like, like why would i do that yeah oh my god yeah i don't know how i got so comfy to go on social media and talk about like right my relationship problems i don't get it but <laughs> do you feel like it's like one of like your biggest lessons like that you learned oh 100 percent. Like, yeah do you mean like in the relationship in general like since beginning to end like you wish you didn't post it or like just like i guess the more i think dramatic part. probably beginning to end because i am like i feel like i'm just like you i am super <laughs> private when it comes yes. to my love life like yes. i don't think anyone has ever like known when i'm actually dating someone mm -hmm. or when i'm talking to someone yeah i just feel like i don't know what it is i just i i don't know i get so awkward when people know that i'm talking to someone you know what it is I, at least for me it's just i don't need the opinions gotcha yeah you know what i mean like even from my friends like mm -hmm. i don't want you to, if i like this person i like him right like you don't necessarily have to like him let me figure it out mm -hmm. like let me get it together this person treats me right it's just uh, unnecessary opinions because i've always said it's like at the end of the day it's just you two dating yeah it's not true. like the whole world and mm -hmm. all that um I forgot what I was going to say. Hold on. <laughs> I had a brain fart. When obviously like now that, you know, the baby's here and like the whole everything happened, like were you, were you scared or like worried about how it would reflect to her, like people saying things to her or like mm -hmm. as she gets older, cause she hasn't gone to school yet. Right. No. Like I would probably be like, that was always like my sister's concern too. Like when my mom passed away, people would Jayla the older one the her my mom's my sister's daughter like she had to move from Whittier to like Anaheim area mm -hmm. so that way people wouldn't recognize her that much really or make fun of her mm -hmm. or say or like you know so that way she can live a normal life mm -hmm. does that ever cross your mind about the whole situation and like mm -hmm. obviously being worried about you know then yeah. she ends up asking questions like what happened here or like yeah i feel like it does um i feel like i try my best to kind of like even like to this day like when i talked to her about her dad or something like i was just like oh daddy loves you like i always just try to keep it very just uh, somehow like i try to protect her and then when it comes to her being out in public or something or like me thinking about her going to school i just feel like i would have to be obviously very honest with her mm -hmm. like like this is what mommy did when she was younger like 
this and that but i would always want i would want to listen to her so say that like when she if she's like five and she's like mommy like i don't want to be on youtube anymore i would literally like just cut ties with her being on social media ever again i would just i would you know i would i would listen to her because i don't know how she feels right now obviously right like i know she loves the camera because she loves picking up my but like she loves picking up my camera and like vlogging stuff but i i don't know if she's gonna stop liking that when she's six seven or if she's gonna be like mommy like they're bullying me at school because they know who you are or something like that i feel like i would have to somehow for sure like take her off of social media maybe like i don't know um i know that her dad's side of the family they want to put her in a private school Mm. so i would hope that would help like it just it just depends like the older she gets then the more she can express her feelings like with me so i would yeah i would just have to listen with her and like listen to her and just see how what she likes what she doesn't like and yeah so she sees her dad like yeah so she gets visitations with him okay yeah supervised yeah okay Mm -hmm. i get that Mm -hmm. i feel it girl i feel it it's as long as you're comfortable and yeah i like how's the is it getting easier co-parenting though i have no communications with him really like i actually a lot of people don't know this but i actually have a restraining order against him what yeah so i have no communication with him it's always through a uh, third party okay Mm -hmm. yeah there's like a specific app too right oh talking parents yeah yeah there's a mediator someone there yeah and And then like the court sees uh all of the conversations uh yeah i know about that um that's funny (laughs) (laughs) is it but like now that you went through all of that Mm -hmm. like is it like a relief now like now that it's kind of basically over and it's like you can move on and focus on the baby and yeah. your guys's future and her future most importantly. Right. Yeah. I think honestly, I feel like it kind of needed to happen for each party to get their shit together. Right. If that makes sense. Cause at the end of the day, it's not about me. It's not about him. It's about Lonnie. Right. And I feel like eventually, of course I would want my daughter to spend 50% of her time with her dad and 50 with me as much as I like, I would mm-hmm. be so devastated because obviously a mom wants to be with her kids 24 seven, but for my daughter eventually i would want her to be with her dad 50 percent of the time but i as of right now obviously it's not safe to do so so i just think that it was kind of bound to happen just before things got worse because they were getting there it was really bad um so i'm just i just hope that everyone every you know all parties take this as a lesson learned and then we just kind of move forward and just see focus on where the yeah just focus on literally raising her and keeping her away from all the tox- toxicness and all that i would be like so i don't know like as she gets older and like they start talking to mm-hmm. her more and like start metiendo cosas en la cabeza like mm-hmm. I, isn't that like wouldn't that be a concern too though it is because i'm super like i try to be very like honest with Alani, like sometimes when she's just like oh daddy's house today and i'm like no baby like we're gonna see him on saturday or, or sunday um i try my best to never even with my nephew because um, my sister and my nephew they live with me right and recently i don't know if you saw but recently my nephew was on my live yes and he was I, just saw like, the, I saw the replays uh-huh yeah he was just like oh yeah lc's boyfriend is you know whatever right and then um everyone was just like oh that's fucked up like she's probably been dating him this whole time and it created this whole story yeah i was just like no actually that's not true at all um but obviously because we keep the kids away from everything i don't think they need to know what's going on i feel like the the issues keep their innocence exactly yeah i feel like the the issues we have they're fixable they're like we're gonna 
grow more mature as time goes like we're gonna be able to fix our problems without the kids ever knowing what you know what happened mm-hmm. um so with alani like i don't know i would hope that nothing gets put in her head i just feel like i'm i would i'm the type of person that i'm like no baby like your daddy loves you and like to the, even at night like to this day like she counts who she loves and like she's like oh um and she always tells me oh my daddy or like my mama d which is her nanny or like my titi which is patty um and i'm like no my daddy like my like we play around like that but i always just make sure that she like loves her dad and i'm like cool with her like with her dad in her little world like that's just beautiful because you could be so bitter oh yeah you could be mm -hmm. so bitter and angry but because of her, like, mm-hmm. you're choosing to have a soft heart about it. And even right. then, <clears throat> having the grace to be able to allow visitations. Right, because yeah. Because I think, and you could say if I'm wrong or not, but you didn't have a dad growing up, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And it's not something you want to take away or exactly. get away from Milani. Yeah, exactly. Like, I would never put her in that position. Unless, obviously, if it's not, like right now just isn't the time right i feel like when she's in safe conditions then so be it alani could be with her dad 50 percent of the time i feel like she deserves her dad when things are right and safe for her um do people know why it's not right yeah i feel like um because i don't want to say it unless like you're obviously not comfortable with it (laughs) no you're fine because i you know obviously it's like personal and it's like i feel like you've let it go but right no i will i think um some of our court documents have been put online because obviously it's it's public information of course it's not something that i can't you know hide i can hide forever and some people have gotten a hold of our court documents but i don't think about the recent times um i just feel like when there is i'm like how do i see this without you know i'm I don't want to make things worse than what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but law enforcement was involved a lot. Okay. Like a verbal abuse, like all mm-hmm. all of that. And there was a point where Al- Alani's safety was really, it was very concerning, like um, to the point where even the judge felt like it wasn't safe for Alani. For Alani. Like there was text messages, voice recordings, like mm-hmm. things like that, that Alani was mentioned where it just sounded like she wasn't going to be safe yeah so you had to do it for your so i think that's what kind of like yeah i just made the judge like no like alani can't be you know she can't be around there right now so it was mainly yeah i just yeah there was a lot that it was out of my control even though i i tried my best to like you know cooperate but yeah yeah and save the co-parenting relationship but it just it wasn't like so when people are not in their like sober state of mind, mm-hmm. it doesn't work out. Well, you're a good mommy. Oh, I'm not a so mom, much. but I do see like your hard work and everything that you do for Alani and even your family, like your story and where you came from. And you still, you could be such a different person and bitter. Right. And, <clears throat> but you could, you literally are an example of coming out of poverty, having a kid and having all this bullshit happen and turn into something beautiful. Mm-hmm. Literally like what's the, is the con- a rose, a rose grew out of the concrete. Right. <laughs> Anyways, that's you. And I Thank wanted, so I'm not, much. I don't have kids, but if I would have, if I was Alani, I would have 
wanted that too for my safety right you know and i know that when she gets older she's gonna you know appreciate it Mm -hmm. and just know that you did the best for her um now after you when you found out that you're pregnant and all that did it push you more to like for social media and work harder yeah i think that's when i was just like okay like stop fucking around okay (laughs) this is not a joke anymore Uh, i'm like damn i have to actually work now no i'm kidding Uh, (laughs) it's not fun and game right it's it's not a hobby anymore i have to work (laughs) i have to clock in now um but no yeah i think so yeah because obviously before like i would go out a lot like we would have little parties at our apartment like we was we were like we were still doing social media but i feel like we could have obviously if we weren't like drinking all, all the time, we weren't having little parties, we weren't, if we weren't going out, we could have obviously worked a lot more on our social medias. But I think after Alani, I was, yeah, I was just like, okay, like, let's get yeah, to work. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to go on our last break and we're going to just give the girlies some advice who are in the same situation or. We're in the same situation as you, so we'll be right back. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, Network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. All right, welcome back. 
So my question is, we'll do like a little advice for every little era or okay, time in your that. life, okay? okay? Growing up, let's go step by step. Okay. Growing up in poverty, your mom, all that, going to school on buses, what's advice that you can give to like the younger crowd in the same situations right now? I think, um, I want to say from like growing up, like where I grew up, I just think that just, I know this sounds so cliche, but I think just remaining yourself and just making sure that you are trying to like work on your dreams, but also in a very like humble way. I feel like, especially when, like where I came from, I see a lot of people who come out of there and it, I don't know, it changes them as a person, but not in a good way. Mm. And like, like drugs no. and all that stuff. Yeah. Too. So it's, it sucks. Cause even fr um, friends that I went to high school with, like some of them are dead. Like some of them like got into drugs. Some of them are like, it's, right. it's bad. So I just feel like, just think of your parents like i know a lot of us we have parents who came from a different country whether mm -hmm. whether it's mexico whether it's salvador wherever you know wherever um just think of your parents like our parents did not come all the way out here for nothing like yep. it was i on it like i thought that i had a worse growing up but when i hear my mom's story i'm like i literally went through nothing compared yeah, to you really. so i always just that's what i always think about i always just think of my mom so i was just i'm always just like I want to work. I want to just bust my ass and just work and try to repay my mom for everything that, you know, mm -hmm. that she did. So I my, my advice would probably just be like, I don't know, just do things that you love to do without hurting anyone in the process. Mm -hmm. And then just just do it genuinely. Just do it like with your heart and just just think of your parents. Like, that's all I have to say. Like, I don't yeah. know. I feel like your parents should be your main concern because I. I mean, when I when I was growing up, I had a lot of friends who would disrespect their parents, and I'm like, yeah. "Girl, what is you doing with this for me?" Um, so I just feel like we have so many opportunities here in the U.S. Like right. we could do so much out here, and we have. I feel like it's so it's so underrated how lucky we are to be out here. Yeah, extremely. I agree. Like it, even I don't know. Like um, it's expensive. Oh yeah, out sure. here, but it's like everything's given to you here it is and I, yes. sadly a lot of people have to like in other countries don't have that the that availability that mm -hmm. the the resources and yeah there's you know it is it's literally a blessing like they they don't like our people mm -hmm. out here and it, it's sad because like a lot of people like work that are hispanic salvadorians mexicans anywhere mm. like they literally provide everything for us as well right like, the fruits and like the grocery stores and restaurants mm. and it's just like it's just a blessing yeah to be able to be here and i completely agree with you like it's just you got to appreciate what you have even like your mom and your parents right. and it's not like something to take for granted no definitely and it you know you guys can come out just like how Elsie did like in the most beautiful way what about social media fashion mm -hmm. ootd like from all that experience people that have the same passion to like launch a boutique or instagram or youtube like what is your main advice that you can give I think my main advice would be literally just like do it because I know a lot of people they get very discouraged because they're like, well, here 
here comes another boutique here comes another this but i honestly and i tell everyone this like there's literally like sun for everyone there's money for everyone mm -hmm. there's like we can share anything like if i don't think that if you say that you want to open up like a candle shop and then you're like oh but like five people already have that and it's like okay well why can you be the six i yeah. i don't get it i yeah, i honestly at the table mm -hmm. yeah i honestly feel like there's no excuses for anything i feel like and i know it's hard but i'm not saying that because it, it's extremely hard especially financially like yep. physically to start a business but i'm saying like i think if you build the courage to do so i don't see why you can't do it like there's yeah. literally no like no excuses for it like i've grown up i've always wanted to be like in the medical field mm -hmm. and it even to this day i'm just like if i ever decide to quit social media i don't see why i can't go back and yeah. do what i want to do it's you never know? too late yeah so i'm always just like i know there's hope for everything and even if you want to be an influencer mm -hmm. we'll, just do it we'll gladly welcome you with open arms <laughs> like there's room for everyone here on on these platforms like yep. these platforms are not gonna go anywhere like if you want to make an extra living or if you actually love being on social media if you feel like you people can relate to you your story with the way you are like share it like i don't see why you can't you get me i think even having a passion for it because you right you did your whole lookbooks and all the layouts with passion right right like a little girl loving clothes like mm -hmm. just like here you guys this is what you could wear like it's literally meaning it with your heart and i think it just it flourishes from there yes like and it'll if, when you do things out of your heart and with yes. good intentions as well right. and be a good human like right. be a yeah. good <laughs> human like don't be like stuck up or like you know rude to people like because mm -hmm. I, I swear that's never gonna get anybody anywhere no it really isn't like i always tell everyone that like don't go on social media thinking you're like your head is up your ass okay yeah. it's not gonna work yep. like no one first of all no one can relate to that no no one wants to feel someone's cold energy like i just mm -hmm. and i feel like you can feel it with people you can feel like their their aura like their energy and i feel like you are gonna succeed when you're doing it with best intentions yep. and while like as you're doing it you're not hurting anyone on like you know on the way yep. there because it's like i don't know i feel like no one like bridges did what I'm you burn bridges yeah and, and like, then i don't know i just feel like it sucks like you don't you just don't want to do that you gotta have good um connections when you have good connections like i just feel like you go farther yeah no really you do and what about business with family would you do it again? No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> sorry, no, Patty, sorry. <laughs> so, like, I actually like. Um, obviously, I'm still part of OTD, but I kind of, in a way, stepped down, like, away from it. Um, just because I love social media. Like, I don't think I ever want to stop doing social media. I'm gonna be 40 years old, so doing social media. Right. Um, but <laughs> be fine as hell doing. I said, <laughs> I yeah, I just feel like it's it's hard and i know some people have no other choice but right. to do it mm -hmm. i just feel like if there's communication if there's honesty if there's respect like anything and everything can work out with mm -hmm. family business and i know it's so hard but if it's something that you guys really enjoy doing then the fighting those screaming that's just all a part of it it's not the end of the world like it's gonna happen yeah nothing's like, like no, yeah nothing is sunshine and rainbows especially with businesses even like if you're if you're in a business with no family right it's something's still gonna happen. Yeah. So. I I don't know what's better though because 
running a business with family is hard i think it's just it setting is. those boundaries and like letting everybody know like this is this person's job this person's job and not crossing those lines you know what i mean yeah <clears throat> it gets complicated think about it guys pray about it please pray about right. it when you're opening a business with family right okay and what about being a mom and co-parenting i think that's a huge lesson. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, it is. I think the first thing that I want to put out there, because I know a lot of, especially single moms, or even moms that are married or like, mm -hmm. you know, are in a relationship. A lot of a lot of moms, we just tend to feel alone in this process. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what really breaks my heart, because I feel like I always get DMs and comments and uh, people saying like, oh, like, you know, my boyfriend's here, but he's not here. And a lot of people just feel alone and I hate it because I'm like, no, like we are like us moms well, everyone mm -hmm. in general. But I feel like I see moms in a way different perspective. Like I have them like set up on a really high bar because I have so much respect for them. I feel like no one knows what we actually go through. Right. And if you are a single mom co-parenting, I just feel like whatever is right for the kids, for your babies. I know that, um, like say that your partner or your ex-partner is trying to like ruin your life because I've heard a lot of stories where like where you know there could be bitter parents okay. unfortunately and it's like sometimes it is out of our control but I just feel like if you take the time to be by yourself actually get to know yourself and actually know what you want what you don't like you know you can set boundaries when it comes to all of that right and I don't know I just really hope that that no one feels alone like i know i know it feels so lonely especially like taking care of a baby by yourself and you're just like well i don't have anyone to go on like the mm -hmm. park to the park with or but i feel like you should the what i personally do i take advantage of everything because i'm alone a lot mm -hmm. like all of my family my friends they know how i spend a lot of time by myself like just me and nolani and yeah i feel like it does get extremely like it it gets depressing it gets like I don't know. It just feels like, 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 you know, like you're alone, but mm -hmm. I just take advantage of that time. And I'm like, okay, well, let me try to fall back in love with myself. Yeah. Let me see what I like about myself. Let me see what I don't like about myself. Let me see what friends are good for me. Like, let, let me see, like, oh, you know, let me see what I want for my daughter. Let me see what I don't want for her. And I feel like it has helped me a lot. I think we are so afraid of being alone extremely yeah. i don't know what it is but us being alone and i humans we're not meant to be alone mm -hmm. i think naturally like it's not in us mm -hmm. we can't be alone but sometimes we have no other option like sometimes we're left to be single moms without an option so i just think that as long as we are mentally and like spiritually and emotionally taking care of ourselves we can literally like give our friends our especially our kids our like the best of us right and i think that's the beauty of of just you know spending time by yourself that's the beauty of being a single mom like we i i feel like i wish i could like tell every single single mom out there whether you're single whether you're taken like you, i don't know where your kids would be without you mm. like you are doing an amazing job like don't ever forget that like it's i think it's just it's nice i feel like Surprise. Uh -huh, I cried <laughs> tears. No, because no, yeah. it's true. Yeah, I just I don't know. I I just feel so bad. Like I wish I could like have a little mom group of like all moms who like are going through it and like I don't know. I feel like moms should, you know, have the most respect. Yeah. 
I feel like especially single moms. Yeah. I feel like they get not that they get it the hardest, but it's just like when you're already in a relationship, the baby already depends on you the most. Right. And then it's like now that there's not that other person, like you you have a lot of responsibility. A lot. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not a mom, but I just I've seen it with my mom and obviously with your your story and then my sisters like it's just it's a lot of work and again i just i applaud you because it's not an easy job being a mom and especially at your age like you're so young and for you to make that decision to have a baby and it just it takes a lot of a lot of balls and you're doing it good you're doing it good i feel like you would be a really good mom i get that a lot like you give me that mommy (laughs) which is good which is good i generally get that a lot and i like again i'm i relate to you i'm like the favorite tia Mm -hmm. and i take care (laughs) of the kids i take them with me everywhere like whenever i can i'll i'll take them back to school shopping i'll Mm -hmm. take them to disneyland and all that stuff like anything to help my sister and just to have that experience with them. But I don't know, girl. I just don't know. Like, I don't know if I would ever want to be a mom myself. Like, mm-hmm. I like giving them back. <laughs> I <laughs> like, said, right. I'm just like, here you go. That's the best part about I'll being I'll see you guy. guys, like, in two weeks or whatever. <laughs> um, but damn. I really I really appreciate it because when I, that you came. Because when I started the podcast, I really wanted to get down and, like, deep and have vulnerable conversations. Mm-hmm. And make people know your story and guest stories and where you come from because everyone has someone to relate to. Right. And whether it's me or whether it's you or somebody out there, like that way they don't feel alone. Right. You're like, you said about the single moms, like you guys, you're not alone. Like she's a single mom herself. Like she hasn't had it easy at all. Mm -hmm. Like in her life, like she came literally from nothing and made something beautiful out of her life and her story and i just appreciate you coming here and sharing that with me and obviously with everybody listening and watching uh so what's next for you what's next for elsie what are plans or projects or anything that you want to share or i feel like there's a lot that i want to do and um mainly I want to start like some sort of like help foundation for moms in general. Mm. Like just anyone who needs the help financially, like for like back to school stuff, clothes, toys, diapers, wipes, whatever it is. I just feel like that I was destined to do that. I feel like, which is so weird. I'm like, I don't know what it is, but I'm, I can just, I have such a huge soft spot for moms. Like just any moms in general. Mm -hmm. Even single dads, because I know, I know, like sometimes there are single dads too. Yeah. yeah, like there's sometimes moms, like there's moms that can be the greatest. Like it's, oh yeah. So even dads, single dads as well, or single parents in general, like or married couples, like whatever it is, you know, just good parents who are raising their kids and doing what's best for them. Um, I just want to focus, you know, on starting something like that. And be beautiful. Yeah, and just helping the kids. And I remember when ever since I was little, I would I would always talk about I wanna open up like an adoption center where I can like Girl, me too. Yeah. It's yeah. Dude, I would always talk about it. And even to this day, like I would I always wanted to be a teacher. I always wanted to be a pediatrician. Look at <laughs> that's look so at funny. Us. I, yeah. I don't know why we never met before. before. <laughs> no, but I always wanted to be a teacher or and to this day, like I wanted to help in foster care yes like something along those lines but Mm -hmm. obviously like 
it's not easy because you know the, the court and like their right. kids and all that stuff but oh my gosh that would be beautiful i yeah. think you should i think that like like that's what i mean also like when you do things with good intentions as well like helping other people like you'll get receive a blessing back whatever maybe like right. god will give it back to you in some way some form like whether that be in a collaboration or mm -hmm. something like a i don't know but I think that would be beautiful. Yeah, I think it's nice. We actually, um, every year, I'm putting it out there. So hopefully since this December is coming up, every year during Christmas at Echo Park, I always post on my social media, so if uh -huh. you guys follow me on social medias, um, we actually help kids in foster cares. Um, we help them with like toys, um, backpacks and stuff like that. Um, so just putting that out there, if you guys want to follow me so you guys can see it during December, during Christmas time. We always yes. go to Echo Park. There's like a foster care home there that um we go and we just have like this little event for the kids and we like we donate and we collect money for them like everything so it's oh my nice. god i would love to donate yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna be part of that you guys make sure you guys follow her you guys mm -hmm. know so that way if you guys want to be a part of that she's gonna share it in december you said yeah right? it's always during christmas okay yeah, yeah i love that oh, <laughs> so cute can you share your socials so that way everybody can follow you and all oh that yes so tiktok twitter youtube ig pretty much everything it's lc Guevara. Yes. little salvi queen i love it well thank you thank you again for being here thank you for having me thank you guys so much for watching and listening from wherever you guys are at we are 10 episodes in oh congrats so thank you oh my god how cool we have a lot to go but 10 episodes is like that's pretty good every 10 yeah <laughs> every 10 i'm like i get excited so anyways but thank you guys so much again make sure you guys like subscribe leave a comment and a review and we'll see you guys next tuesday Overcomfort Podcast is a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.